Hello, welcome to the Wednesday, May 9th, 2018 edition of the Sands and Storm Center's Stormcast. My name is Johannes Ulrich, and I'm recording from Indianapolis, Indiana. Microsoft Patch Tuesday, of course, is at the top of the news. Today we got patches for a total of 67 different vulnerabilities, two of which were already used in attacks in the wild. The biggest one, CVE 2018-8174. This is the vulnerability that was announced by Chihu 360, a Chinese security company, a couple of weeks ago. We had little details back then other than that Chihu 360 has spotted use of the vulnerability in targeted attacks. Turns out it's an in Explorer, actually a visual basic script vulnerability. This vulnerability is not just exploitable in Internet Explorer itself, but also in software that uses the underlying Internet Explorer rendering engine to render HTML. The second vulnerability that has already been spotted in the wild is CVE 2018-8120. This is a privilege escalation vulnerability in Win32K, so less of a problem, of course, than the remote code execution vulnerability in Internet Explorer. Included in this set of updates is also the fix for the Windows Host Compute Service Shim remote code execution vulnerability that was released last week. This component was released early 2017 and uh, it's used by Hyper-V in order to allow you to launch Windows Server containers using, for example, either Go or C Sharp. This would be exploited when you're importing any containers, so probably less of a problem than the other vulnerabilities. As kind of usual, most of the critical vulnerabilities affect Internet Explorer. There's also a critical vulnerability in Microsoft's Exchange server. That's a memory corruption. Not a lot of detail here, but exploitation is less likely according to Microsoft. As far as patch priorities go, well, uh, I would say Internet Explorer wins this month. The other patches, uh, not quite as critical, but still something you should apply. And of course, Adobe also released its monthly update today for Flash. And well, uh, then aside from Microsoft's Patch Tuesday, we have an interesting vulnerability in Office 365. That's of course nothing that you have to patch. That's code running in Microsoft's cloud. Now, the problem here is how links are validated in email messages. Microsoft does verify links that are included in email messages to check if they are blacklisted. Now, by default, this appears to be working pretty well. It essentially looks for a tags, looks for the href attribute, pulls out the link and then checks it against a blacklist. However, there's a different way to write these links. Instead of using the entire link as part of the href attribute, you may define a base tag. The base basically is a prefix that's being prepended to all href attributes that are following the base tag. The idea is that you may have a lot of links on your page to a particular website. So you define as base this particular website and then you have individual href tags that just refer to the page within that particular website. 
So to properly parse these URLs, the parser would have to check what's the base and then it would have to append the individual href tags to the base and then validate the comp compound string. Now, I would expect that this is an error that you are likely going to find in other systems than Office 365. Now, the author of this particular announcement also checked Gmail. Gmail apparently does it correctly and recognizes these links and then blocks them if they are blacklisted. According to the published report, this vulnerability has already been exploited in order to send phishing links to victims, hasn't been used yet to distribute malware, but of course, that's probably coming next. As an Office 365 user, there isn't really much that you can do to fix this problem at this point. Now, you should, of course, always be careful on links that you click on. And then, of course, you may have additional tools that will block your browser from visiting links that are listed on various blacklists. But well, it's not just Microsoft having issues. The good old Linux utility wget has an interesting vulnerability that does allow malicious web servers to inject cookies into wget's cookie jar. The cookie jar in wget is a simple text file with one line per cookie. The problem here is that the cookie being returned by the server isn't properly validated by wget and it is possible to inject carriage turn new lines into the cookie which then create a second line in the cookie jar file that allows an attacker to place arbitrary cookies in the file to, for example, set cookies for other unrelated domains. A patch is available for wget, so apply it as it's being offered for your Linux distribution. Overall, I don't think that's a very severe vulnerability. Most scripts that I have seen that use wget don't really take advantage of cookies, so they would not be affected. Well, that's it for today, so thanks again for listening and talk to you again tomorrow. Bye.